0: And hey, welcome back to the go blue crew on wolverine sounds uh we're gonna talk about shea patterson today because well frankly we just don't talk enough about quarterbacks in general you know as college football fans wouldn't you agree
1: <laughs> yeah i'm right with you there
0: if there's a one position group out there not getting enough love as quarterbacks there's a lot of good quarterbacks out there you, you don't know about them though because nobody's willing to shine a light on them. We've talked about all these great offensive tackles, defensive tackles, uh, a lot of good place kickers out there. The punters, the, the punters this season uh coming up are maybe the best class we've had in and I would say two or three decades. Uh, we can we could we could dedicate a whole season of podcasts to that. But we're, we're going to go ahead and talk about quarterbacks and Shea Patterson in particular. Um Derek, you mentioned before the show, I mean, there's some Dylan McCaffrey fans out there, but do you think there's like a large contingent of, or I shouldn't say large, but like a significant contingent of Michigan fans who want somebody other than Shea Patterson?
1: Uh Yeah. I mean, I guess you could say large is because the fan base is so big. I don't think it's necessarily, too, I don't necessarily think it's because they don't like Shea Patterson. I, I almost see it more as a, a turn-to-the-future early move, a guy who looked really good in the limited action uh, we saw, both throwing the football uh, and rounding the football. I think we would have seen him even more, obviously, but he had broken his collarbone. Uh, so I think that there's a crowd out there that is just really eager to see what Dylan McCaffrey can do as the starter, which we assume would be next season because Shea Patterson decided to return for one more year, which I think the other part of the fan base and even part of that that base that likes Dylan McCaffrey is happy about uh, because Shea Patterson is is a very good quarterback as well. But I think a lot of it is just knowing that he's probably the quarterback of the future. I think McCaffrey has the last name, knowing Christian McCaffrey, uh, his father, and other – I think other people are just kind of wrapped around, like, "Hey, like, remember what Christian McCaffrey did at Stanford? Harbaugh was a Stanford guy at one time. This is his brother. Like, maybe he could be the next big thing." And and I do think that's
0: galaxy brain stuff. Yeah, it is,
1: and and I do think that some of that exists. Um, But as we know it, and Harbaugh said that Shea Patterson cannot just put his feet up uh, and, and relax going into into fall camp. But as we know, Shea Harrison will be the starter, should be the starter. And I think because of this new offense, we will see similar production, better production, in my opinion, than last year. But even comparable to Ole Miss in terms of uh, the amount of times he throws the ball. Now, Ole Miss, it was kind of the air raid throwing all the time, but he will throw the ball more. Uh, And I think you'll see some of his numbers jump significantly, especially in terms of yards and hopefully touchdowns as well. He threw 22 last season. So
0: I just, I mean, this is on me for uh, not keeping up with the fan base apparently online. I had no idea this, these people existed in any kind of significant way. I mean, you you know, you can always just go out and like find one guy I would think, but uh, I just had no idea that there were, there were groups of people out there who want somebody other than Shea Patterson and not a knock against Dylan McCaffrey. I mean, he looked really good in the limited time we got to see him last season, but man, like how could you look at Shea Patterson? How could you go look at his Ole Miss highlights? Look at what he did last year. The most efficient starting quarterback since 2000 for Michigan. How could you look at that? And then throw in Josh Gaddis into the mix and think like, nah, I want to turn the page sooner. That just seems so bizarre to me to upend the whole thing, apparently just for the sake of upending the whole thing, kind of move on with it with no remnants of underachieving teams. I don't know. It just doesn't make any sense to me. Um, I'm assuming though that you're a Shea Patterson guy.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And Cause and
0: we're, for... we're like normal people, right?
1: Yeah. And I would say that again, I don't think that's any, anyone that's, thinking that way at least the person that I know specifically and a few things that I've seen uh, on Twitter I don't think it's any it's no no mouth towards Shea Patterson like we don't like Shea Patterson he performed really terribly because I think everybody with just common knowledge whether you're a Michigan fan or beyond knows that the way Shea Patterson played before he came to Michigan and the way he played in his first year at Michigan are two very different styles last year was better in terms of what we maybe would have seen the year before in the offense. Like I feel like Harbaugh did truly make some adjustments. Uh, We did see some playbook changes. And and I think that it was maybe geared towards the type of quarterback that Shea Patterson has been uh, historically in, in his short career. But this year, I think we see that take a step even further. And I think that anyone who maybe is in the Dylan McCaffrey camp, and again, I think it's mostly just their curiosity of, could he perform better, not even necessarily thinking he will. But I think that anyone in that camp that's kind of, oh, well, what about Dylan McCaffrey? I think that they will be really impressed with the the things that Shea Patterson should be able to do in this new offense. It sounds like he's very comfortable. There's been multiple people, including him, that says he's a perfect fit for him right in his wheelhouse, exactly what he's used to. And I always – I like seeing that because if that's if this is what he's used to and he's not he's not overthinking anymore and, and this is more natural for him, he did a pretty good job in what you might call a system that maybe he wasn't as comfortable in or overthought last year. And so if he did good last year, at least with the, the, the plays that they ran uh, with him as the quarterback, then I would expect a big season for him this year. And I think that that's why you naturally see him um, in, in terms of a, a Heisman dark horse.
0: You know, if if you're on if you're out there and you're on team Dylan McCaffrey or Joe Milton for that matter, we gotta have you on. We could arrange that, right?
1: Absolutely. We got a new feature on Anchor where we can uh highlight. Oh uh, that's right. Soundtrack. That's a good
0: plug for that. That's a really yeah. good plug for that. I didn't make the connection. I'm glad you did. Yeah, it's, uh well shoot, you were explaining it, then I cut you off. You you should you should uh let people know how they can get involved.
1: Yeah, so if you uh go to the anchor, uh podcast app. Uh, You can search Wolverine Sounds. You can find us, and you can actually go to an episode, uh, and you can submit your own clip. Uh, We will get that kind of in a queue, and we can review the clip. So far, we are a safe-for-work podcast. That doesn't mean that we could... (laughs) not we're not against taking a, a turn as long as it's not a drastic one um, yeah, it doesn't we would,
0: mean we can't let our hair down you know <laughs>
1: yeah, we would we would field in these uh these sound bites and if you've got something that is just hey you know i'm i'm pro dylan mccaffrey anti shea patterson and you've got a hot take we'd love to to feature it and we'll talk about it again
0: come with facts though
1: yeah don't please. come in
0: here with yeah don't, come in here with facts we need to be able to talk about something other than uh Well, you know, I just got this hunch. Okay, that's awesome. I don't know what to do with that, but whatever. I feel like that's kind of where we are with this whole thing. Like, yeah, it could be better. Let's just see what happens. That's not the way I want my favorite team to be operating at quarterback, you know?
1: No, not at all. And what I will say, again, to those who who really love Dylan McCaffrey, I like Dylan McCaffrey a lot too. I'm really excited for what Dylan McCaffrey could bring to Michigan. I'm excited for what Joe Milton – could bring. I'm excited for other guys as well, uh, that are either on the roster now or soon to be, uh, that are on the recruiting trail, but, I'm just excited because I know that Dylan McCaffrey will have an opportunity. Uh, He has a fair chance to compete for the starting job. I think he will get beat out out by Shea Patterson. We will see him on the field like we did last year, which I think whet people's appetite and why there's a crowd that does want to see him play. Um, And I I think that even in games that are close, not maybe – coming down to the wire, put in Dylan McCaffrey. But in a game that's just getting started first quarter, second quarter, I would not be surprised to see him out there. And I primarily would guess he'd be running the football. He's got some tremendous uh, speed, which many would refer to as McCaffrey speed uh, in the family. And, And so I believe that we will see him play a certain amount of of downs, uh, maybe even get a possession now and then. And then obviously in any type of scrub time, uh, I I do think you'll see uh, what we would refer to as garbage time is a really big opportunity for a guy like a Dylan McCaffrey because it's it's experience, even if it's with the second team, to get more snaps because, again, eventually he is likely to become the starting quarterback next season.
0: Speaking of running, do you think Shea Patterson is going to be running more and possibly putting uh, his health at risk?
1: Yes, I do. Um, I, maybe not to the point, I, obviously not to like a Denard Robinson uh, point where he's running sometimes more than 50% of the time during games. But I do think because of what we saw in, in limited action last year, uh, with the read option and some designed quarterback runs, I think we'll see a little bit more of that. I do think we'll see him scramble more um, and try to make some plays with his feet. I think he's got a lot to prove. Uh, One of the things that people are starting to drool over at the next level is guys' mobility. Uh, You see that with Kyler Murray, uh, Lamar Jackson, guys who obviously have have capabilities overall as a quarterback, especially Kyler Murray with his arm. But Lamar Jackson is not a great thrower, uh, but he's, looking like he's going to work out in the NFL. And so Shea Patterson's never going to be the natural runner as Lamar Jackson, but adding a little bit more of that would help his own draft stock. And again, I think it will help Michigan. The one thing I will say in terms of him running and why I also think Dylan McCaffrey will get um, some opportunities to get in there is there's a lot to figure out at running back still, and we might literally need to and crave Shea Patterson's feet uh, because the running game could have some issues unless they can figure out uh, that true starter and guys are healthy.
0: What a way! What a way to, to put that. Yeah, that's a good point about the the running back situation not being totally worked out. So heck, if you got a quarterback who can pick up some of the slack, might as well do it. And you know, a guy like Dill McCaffrey, a backup. I mean, you know, you, you don't you don't throw guys to the wolves, obviously. But um, if if you were gonna choose a quarterback to to like put his body more at risk, I think you would have to choose somebody who's not your starter, Mm -hmm. as uh, cruel as that might sound. Do you think, or do you remember, did did Shea Patterson take a big hit last year? I mean, I just, off the top of my head, I can't think of one.
1: No, you know, I can't, I can't think of one that sticks out. Um, I know he, there were games where he seemed to get hit quite often, Um, and, and I think those were obviously frustrating times, but in terms of a big uh, hit uh, blindside or anything like that I, I can't remember anything specifically but now that uh, we say that we'll probably see something circulating from an uh, opposing fan base yeah reminds us that that's he, he how it did, goes back get clobbered
0: yeah I, and you know unless we're missing something I think that's a good testament to him that as much as he did scramble last year and and we're kind of expecting him to do more of that this year um apparently just doing okay at protecting himself. I mean, whatever that means, ducking out of bounds, getting down, uh, absorbing contact. He he apparently has figured that out enough to where, you know, we're not holding our breath every time he runs, as it seems like we did with with somebody like Denard Robinson, because, you know, he was kind of a littler guy. And and Shea Patterson's not big, but, you know, Denard was littler and (laughs) seemed to take big hits all the time. But I just, I don't think I have that worry with Shea Patterson.
1: No, and and thinking of hits, the only one that I can really think of is that big fumble, uh, trying to come back against Notre Dame, and it wasn't necessarily a big hit.
0: Oh, uh, I don't think. Terms, yeah, you just, the ball just kind of came yeah, out. I mean, in terms it looked, of like
1: physical, like, yeah, harm, but I mean, it was a it was a big hit in terms of big moment of the game, and 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 fumbled the ball, so. I, I think with Shea Patterson, whether it's uh, a sack or, or just getting hit running the ball, I do think he'll get out of bounds as often as he can or slide uh, just to protect himself. But I don't think I think he's good at at, at absorbing contact or, or knowing how to avoid it. Uh, I don't think we'll see any clobbers. But yeah, ball protection is is something. And then obviously overall, just safety. And I, and I do think that that's. Obviously, where a running game is, is going to be big and, and where you also will probably see Dylan McCaffrey come in uh, once in a while. Uh, because if they can find success with that, uh, there's no reason to leave Dylan McCaffrey off the field. You're not asking him to come in and, and lead a whole quarter of football. And you're not asking him necessarily to come in and, and play from behind unless there's an injury to Shea Patterson. But to come in and get his feet wet uh, and have the ability to throw, but maybe primarily be a runner. You see a lot of systems do that in, in college football, and I think Michigan would be missing an opportunity if they didn't go to that. But, yeah, it's going to primarily be Shea Patterson, uh, 95% of the game, uh, except for maybe uh, in, in blowouts. And, and I think that we'll see his both his passing yards and, and his rushing yards, honestly, uh, go up, uh, and, and definitely that touchdown number as well.
0: Now think about if you're Shea Patterson. There's all these things to look forward to this season. I mean, you're going to probably get your your receivers who are some of the best in the Big Ten. Offense is going to open up for you. If you're Shea Patterson, what's the number one thing you're looking forward to?
1: I honestly am I'm hoping that he breaks the touchdown record. So you think um, you
0: think he he's out there thinking um, he has a chance to to go for this touchdown record.
1: Yeah, and, like and it could be that prolific of an just, offense. Yeah, not necessarily that that's going to be his focus. Obviously, it's going well, sure. to be scoring any way possible. But I, when I look at his opportunity in this offense, um, and really what Michigan needs to be successful, and a lot of a lot of teams who have have been in the college football playoff have had a a great passing game lately, uh, and I feel like for me, if I'm Shea Patterson. I feel like I see an opportunity to really, I mean, have a, a record-breaking season. Uh, the the touchdown record is 25, uh, which is mind-blowing, thinking of what Dwayne Haskins threw for last year, which is like 52, 54, whatever it was. Um, Shea Patterson had 22 a year ago. I mean, Devin Gardner uh, is up there in terms of some of the, the statistic um, leaders. And so you, you never look at Devin Gardner as like, uh, like an all all American, uh, sure to be drafted quarterback, and so Shea Patterson coming in, you know, highly highly rated, and and having that um, on his resume alone, I think you kind of expect him to be like that quarterback that's a record breaker and has a chance at the next level. And I think for him personally and for the team, uh, him accomplishing some of those things. Uh, is going to be, I mean, it's going to be really beneficial if we if we want to see Michigan uh, in a place where they haven't been, at least in Harbaugh's tenure.
0: Uh, pop quiz: Who leads the NCAA in single season touchdown passes?
1: The NCAA all time.
0: mm mm-hmm. All time did it in the last fifteen years.
1: Oh man. Yeah, once you say the name, it's going to kill me. It's bad. not
0: a name that I think will, will come up naturally any other way. Colt Brennan
1: Colt of Brennan. Hawaii. Hawaii. In 2006. Was there was another uh, quarterback before him who also was a very good quarterback at Hawaii. He might be so, on the list too.
0: So he threw uh, 58 touchdown
1: passes. So Dwayne Haskins was really close.
0: Dwayne Haskins threw 50. <laughs> I
1: did. That's. <laughs> I didn't know how close he was to, yeah. Yeah, I was I was looking at uh, Michigan statistical leaders. Like, for example, um, top 20 of, of most passing yards in the season, John Navar, um, 3,331. Next closest is, is actually Jake rudock uh, just over 3,000. I remember that being a season where people thought that he'd have a chance to reach that record. Um, he came, I think, Five off the touchdown record, or six off having it by himself, and, and 300 yards. So, so really, a couple of better games there in the beginning of the season where he didn't really blossom until the end would have helped. Devin Gardner's third on that list. John Navarre again, Chad Henney, and then good old Jim Harbaugh at six with uh, 2,700 yards. So, Shea Patterson's uh, 129 yards away last year from um, having better passing numbers yards wise than his head coach. And so maybe that's what it is. Maybe he looks at Jim Harbaugh's best season numbers and says, you know what? Coaching will be better than you. Uh, He's coming you know? after the throne. Yep. That, that benefits Michigan. And I think Jim Harbaugh would be more than happy to have him uh, break any record uh, this season, including yeah. some of Jim Harbaugh's.
0: Do you watch game of thrones? I don't No. I'm okay. Sorry. Me neither. I thought, I oh, thought okay. maybe, <laughs> I thought maybe there was a game of Thrones reference. We could work in there, but not for me. Uh, not from no, you, I apparently, I either. I don't have one. You don't have? Oh, a reference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought, wow. Do you not know what Game of Thrones is, that you don't have one?
1: No.
0: I, I see what you're saying, though. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll have, to, we'll have to check it out, and then we can start working in references and be like the rest of the United States.
1: Yeah, I heard we're like 70, 80 episodes behind, though, so we've got oh, some Oh, my work God.
0: That's, that's actually too much for me.
1: Yeah, it'll be football season by the time I get through those.
0: Uh, we're coming up here on our last minute or so. Uh, any other final Shea Patterson thoughts?
1: You know, again, just I think he has the opportunity to be. I mean. Quite realistically, one of the best quarterbacks Michigan's had in terms of uh, a single-season output. Again, he's only going to have two full seasons as a Wolverine where other guys like a, a John Navarre or a Chad Henney uh, had more opportunities more seasons. Even Denard Robinson um, had a kind of a full career there. But looking at some of these numbers, they're not that impressive. For a, for a school who you always can think back to at least maybe our childhoods of, of good receivers – Uh, like a Braylon Edwards or a Steve Breston or a Marquise Walker. I mean, there's a lot of guys that come to mind even further back than that. um, You can pick out guys too, like Desmond Howard. But when you look at the quarterback output, it's nothing that's really impressive. I mean, John Navar's season of of 3,300 yards and and 24 touchdowns uh, is a good season. But if you compare it to what other teams are doing, and yes, there's a bunch of air raid offenses, and so everyone has their own style. I'm just curious to see what Shea Patterson can do in this offense, and I honestly would be surprised if he doesn't have a record-breaking season in some sense, whether it's the touchdown number, the yards number, attempts, completions, percentage, whatever it is. I think that we see a pretty special season, and hopefully that carries Michigan to to a Big Ten championship and, and ultimately college football playoff appearance.
0: Yeah, hey, I think you're right. That Shea Patterson has a good chance to to become this season just like one of the best quarterbacks that Michigan has maybe ever seen I'm not gonna say that uh I mean I, we, we say that kind of flippantly like ever seen but but you know certainly to get up there and like in uh in the modern era you know one of the best quarterbacks to do it at Michigan I think he's got a real chance to do that especially in this offense so hey thanks for checking us out on the go blue crew if you want to follow me on Twitter you can do it at ty underscore Fenwick you can follow
1: Derek at Divine identity thanks for listening. Go blue. Go blue.